Hello everybody and welcome to a new episode of the Graduate Thoughts Podcast. In this episode I will start talking about my experience as a second year student and I will highlight everything that I did not enjoy from my experience from my second year of studies and I will try to give you some pieces of advice regarding the accommodation that you should look for in your second year of studies. So without wasting any more time, let's dive directly in this new episode of the Graduate Thoughts Podcast. First of all, as I mentioned in the previous episode, which I'm highly recommending you to go and check out, in your second year of studies, your chances to get a place in one of the student dorms owned by your university are very, very small because, as I said, uh, first-year students have priority uh, to those uh, student dorms. So, it is a good idea for you as second-year students to opt for private accommodations. Now, private accommodations are usually more expensive and they also offer a longer period of tenancy agreement than the student dorms. It is also true that uh, they are, uh, let's say, better looking than the student dorms, but their uh, location is not always uh, in the proximity of your uh, main campus. As I talked in the previous episode, those private accommodations are welcoming students from so many different universities and that is why uh, they are not aiming a position closer to a specific university. For example, the private accommodation from my second year was uh, situated in Camden Town and I, I usually took the bus in order to attend the classes and as far as I can remember I was doing 15 minutes with the bus to get to the main campus of University College London. So this can be quite a disadvantage uh, for those private accommodations because it will waste you some precious time and you will be you know trapped in this transportation problem. Now, as I mentioned in the last episode, in your first year, you do not need to stress out too much where are you going to stay, because universities are offering you a place in one of their uh, dorms. However, in the second year, things are getting uh, a little bit uh, complicated. So the idea is that students apply for a place in a private dorm with one year in advance. If you do not take a decision quite fast, you might end up in a situation where all the good priced uh, studios and rooms may be already taken by those students who were uh, faster in decision making. Uh, To give you you a range of prices in uh, in, uh, private accommodations in London, they usually stay somewhere around 300-350 pounds per week but of course you can uh, you can find private accommodation with prices even higher than 400 pounds 
overall in order to still have the option to choose from what type of room you want, uh, what floor you want to stay at, which building in some cases, you still need to apply in advance because otherwise all of these, let's say, good options might be already uh, taken by other students. So when you will get to your second year, please take this, uh, this problem into consideration and uh, try to be um, quite fast in your decision when it comes to uh, your next accommodation in the second year of studies. Now, there is also the option uh, for renting a flat, which uh, some of them uh, may be even cheaper than a private dorm, but that is not always the case. You will also you will you will always find the flats that are very luxurious and which come which will come in a very very high uh, rent tax. But the downside part uh, of of renting a flat is that you will pay extra costs beside the rent tax. You may need to pay uh, for some utility bills. In some cases, you need to come up with your own internet provider, which of course means an extra cost. From my experience, what I can tell you about these uh, uh, flats that are for renting is that in let's say 70-80% of cases, they do not look like uh, they appear in the photos. Uh, what agents usually do is that uh, they show photos of better looking rooms or uh, studios uh, just to make you uh, come and visit the property. But in reality, you will see that uh, they will show you something similar but not the one from uh, from the photos. Another annoying thing that I have observed uh, from my experience of searching uh, uh, rented flats in London is that um, the agents uh, are taking uh, photos in in such a way that the rooms looks very uh, the room the room looks very big and spacious. But when you will get there, you will realize it is not as spacious as it looks in the photos. So don't be, uh, let's say, don't get uh, overexcited if you find uh, a decent place uh, at a good amount of uh, uh, renting uh, bills, because you there is a big chance that uh, you will have a surprise when you will get there and you will see that things are not as it looked uh, on the on, on the offer in, in the pictures another annoying thing about uh, rented flats in uh, london is that uh, they are usually rented for a full year period so this tenancy agreement is not so advantageous for students because if you do not uh, want to stay over summer in London or in the city you are studying, you will waste a lot of money with those type of tenancy agreements. Um, to be honest with you, this option of renting a flat is a good idea only 
if you have, uh, let's say, if you insured yourself for a summer internship, or um, and you and you know that you will stay there for a long period, or if you have a, a friend or m more, so in this way you will uh, not only share the apartment with them, but you will also share the uh, utility bills that uh, you need to pay for such uh, for such an apartment. So if you are in this situation having more friends and uh, you want to share the flat with them, yeah, rented flats can be uh, can be a good option for you. Uh, but in my case, uh, after I have uh, checked many apartments uh, around London, I have concluded that it is better to opt for a private accommodation because in those private dorms um, you still get a chance uh, to uh, to meet up with people who are coming from the same university with you it's true that the chance is not as big as you as the chance from the first year but you still have a small chance to to stay in the same building with uh, uh, let's say with colleagues from your degree or maybe with other students who are studying in the same university with you um, but the idea is that private dorms uh, still offers uh, this social interaction because you can uh, meet new people in those social rooms and make new friends so somehow uh, you have a, a rich social life if you if you want to say like this um, while in the case of a rented flat this social effect is somehow diminished um, now to give you a short guideline on how to choose the right accommodation for you, I would advise you to look for the closest dorm to your university and I know it can be quite hard to find a private accommodation close to your university, especially in London, but the idea is that if you are staying very far from the main campus and you need to take the tube each morning in order to be present for your classes, you will see that all the chaos from the morning rush hours will be very very stressful for you. I had friends who, who had to take the tube to get to the uni, but at one point they had enough with all the crowded tubes, so they've started uh, dropping down their presence uh, to classes and you don't want to be in this position. So try to be quite fast in searching for your accommodation uh, and try to aim for, uh, for a place which is, let's say, 15-20 minutes with a bus from your main uh, campus. Social interaction is very important during university and if transportation represents an, imp an impediment for you, um, you will not get any glimpse of that social interaction and you will end up spending days in your private accommodation in your room and you don't want to be in this position. Okay, so this was the part uh, about accommodation. Now uh, I would like to talk about uh, the exams from my second year of studies. Thank you.
So, I have mentioned in the last episode that UCL organizes exams in such a way that people from different degrees take the exams in the same day, in the same venue. As I said, this is not always a good idea because if you give an exam paper to a specific degree and that exam paper contains a wrong question that cannot be solved, you have to announce uh, the students about uh, that problem. And this happened uh, in my second year of studies at the modeling and analysis exam, which contained a wrong question with uh, inaccurate problem data. This exam was formed out of four questions and one of them was completely wrong. It was unsolvable and the commission responsible for the correctness of the exam realized this uh, before the start of the exam and um, they've tried to manage the to manage this situation by giving an extra paper which contains the correct version of the inaccurate uh, question nevertheless uh, the panel who were assisting us during the session did not announce anything about this situation. Uh, Thus, most of my colleagues have uh, wasted a lot of time trying to figure out how to solve the problematic question and when they've uh, realized that uh, there was an extra sheet containing the correct form, it was too late for them. Fortunately, I have noticed the extra paper in time but there were uh, other distractions during the exams that affected my uh, performance. This distraction uh, was uh, caused by the unbearably noise created by the planes taking off and landing at the city airport. As I said in the last episode, UCL uh, did not have spacious venues to make uh, room for so many students So we were taking our exams at Excel London, which is very close to the London City Airport. So imagine all that uh, planes uh, taking off and landing uh, at the city airport. All of them were creating a a very, very distracting noise, which were somehow, which in some way affected uh, the performance of many students during, uh, during the exam. And the story can get uh, even more irritating because this modeling and analysis exam was not specific only to mechanical engineering students, but also to civil engineering students and other two or three degrees, if I can remember correctly, uh, which were uh, having uh, this course in common with us. So with only one wrong question, Many students were affected and as far as I can remember, there were also problems with the questions from the maths exam paper uh, from the fourth year mechanical engineering students. And I know that mistakes happen all the time, but when mistakes happen, you need to do something in order to repair the situation. 
from this point of view, I have to criticize University College London because it was obviously that the staff from my university was not in control of the situation and they did not have any proper solution for such uh, an unpleasant scenario. Thus, there were a lot of uh, students uh, who got in the position of retaking the exam in summer just because a lack of uh, attention and communication. I'm not sure if you if you are aware, but for those students it was uh, it was a, a double cost. First of all, they had to learn again for the exam, and the financial cost as well was involved in this problem. Most of them were coming from outside UK, so they need to get back in summer uh, in London for only one exam. And this thing uh, means plane expenses, and for some of them uh, this also meant uh, hotel expenses, uh, because they had to stay for a short period of time in London in order to retake that exam. And of course, the daily uh, living costs specific to the London uh, life. Such a negative experience, it's quite hard to overcome and to forget, especially when you are talking about a top 10 worldwide university. Another thing that I found uh, quite unpleasant when it comes to exam experience at University College London is the location of the exam venues. As I said, uh, we were taking the exams in venues which were very, very far from the area of UCL and I remember that I was waking up so early and unfortunately I was always trapped in, uh, in the chaos specific for the London rush hours. To be honest with you, I found the process of getting to the exam venue more stressful and exhausting than the exam itself. You need to pay uh, a lot of attention in the underground to be on the correct route because you will change a lot of tubes and trains and if you take the wrong one, you may risk to be late for the exam and you don't want to be in this position. Fortunately, there are a lot of apps that can um, guide you and tell you what is the best and fastest route to take and which trains, uh, tubes, buses and so on you can take in order to get to your destination, but still you need to be very, very careful. As a general idea, I found the exam session from the second year uh, of studies to be a little bit easier than the first one, not because the courses were getting easier, uh, but, um, but because I got used to the exam system and to the teaching style and rhythm of our teachers. And you will probably notice the same uh, personal improvement in your second year when you will see that uh, the emotions uh, will be lower in intensity in the second uh, exam session of your academic years. Now, 
In the last part of this episode, I would like to talk about the difference between the student life from the first year and uh, the second year. If in the first year students enjoy um, to spend their uh, time with leisure activities, uh, to get uh, a little bit uh, of, of this uh, new vibe uh, coming from the, vibe, from the uh, interesting city of London, uh, you will see that when you will get to second year of studies, you will tend to be more focused on the things that uh, you are interested about and many students will do the same. Uh, they are getting uh, focused over their own projects, over their personal development. So in this sense, I would like to recommend you to get involved in many volunteering activities in many university projects or other projects because not only um, those kind of activities will enrich your CV, but also it will enrich your social life. Um, universities will support you in uh, your own personal development. Uh, they um, have the capacity to facilitate you, let's say, almost everything you need in order to <clears throat> achieve your projects, uh, to achieve your professional interests. So, if you think of applying to University College London and you will get an offer, I would recommend you to check uh, UCL Innovation and Enterprise. This is a sector of UCL that organizes events in many areas of interests and they usually post those events in advance, so you may know if you can attend or not. I have participated in many marketing, uh, social media branding masterclasses organized by uh, UCL Innovation and Enterprise. Uh, usually I've participated in uh, masterclasses about domains that were not uh, covered by my mechanical engineering degree. I have also participated in an entrepreneurship competition organized by the UCL Enterprise and I really enjoyed the experience of meeting so many people with inspiring ideas and stories. They also organize a lot of uh, hackathons with interesting uh, prizes, so definitely check out uh, UCL Innovation and Enterprise if you will be uh, if you will be an UCL student. As a final idea, the second year of studies it's about discovering that specific part of your degree that you really enjoy the most. It's about personal development and learning new skills through different projects that you have undertaken inside or outside university. Uh, students also start applying for summer internships and jobs from their second year of studies, which is a good practice uh, than applying in the first year because you have accumulated more uh, experience through the first and second year of studies, you have learned uh, new skills and your chances of getting a, a job in the second year of studies are bigger than in the first year. But I will make a separate uh, episode 
um, where I will talk about your chances of uh, getting a job in your uh, academic uh, period. So this was the episode about my experience as a second year student and I will see you next time when I will start talking about my experience as a third year student in uh, London. So till next time I wish you the best and we will meet again with other graduate thoughts. See you.